Welcome to another episode of Dev Chats. I'm your host, Dark Angel, for today, and we're here to talk with Jonathan Crawford about Virtuoso, a new music-making game that's getting music lovers of all levels into the mix. It was created by Really Interactive and published by Fast Travel Games. Thank you for joining us, Jonathan. It's a pleasure to have Thank you, you here today. Thank you. It's great, great to be here. Great, great. So Virtuoso recently released on March 10th for Quest, Rift, and Steam platforms. So Jonathan, let's get to know a little bit about you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and about Really Interactive. Right, yeah. So uh, I've been working on Virtuoso since back in uh, 2017. Um, I'm originally a musician myself, uh, and I've worked in the video games industry for a while as a sound designer, uh, and then later as a programmer. So uh, I started working on Virtuoso in my spare time, um, just wanting to do like something in VR that could could control my music programs, basically. Um, then back in 2020, I showed it to my uh, my teammates at uh, Really Interactive. And we decided that this is really something that should be not just for musicians, but for everyone, really. So uh, we decided to uh, bring it into the company and start working on it uh, more or less full-time. And uh, yeah, two years later, it's uh, it's released. So, uh, so that's exciting. That's awesome. All right, so tell us a little bit more about the game. Yeah, you so... Give, like a quick rundown of Virtuoso. Yeah, so Virtuoso is uh, what we call a VR musical sandbox. So um, you can go in there and uh, and create music. It's very focused around playing music live, sort of. Uh, there's not so much like fiddling with uh, little controls or like typing in uh, the notes that you want to do, but you really you get your hands into the instruments and really start playing the music yourself. Um, and one of the really cool things about it is that we're trying to make it for for everyone, really, regardless of musical experience. So even if you've never touched an instrument before, uh, we really try to make it easy for you to get into Virtuoso. Um, That's great. While still, of course, trying to keep it relevant to like more experienced musicians as well. How hard was it to try to come up with that idea of making it accessible and easy enough for people that have never um, played any musical instruments before? I think part of it was uh, by necessity because like VR is still quite a small uh, market in a sense like there's uh, it's growing and growing right but uh, like if, if you want to make something um, that gets a bit of spread it, it really has to be for everyone at this point still uh, like just doing something for a super small niche market is uh, it's not really gonna work out um, but also like f for me it, it was just uh, wanting to get people who've never experienced uh, music creation before to to get into it and try to do it and I'm in part I'm very inspired by by tilt brush for that like we uh, we used to play a lot of tilt brush um, and uh, I'm I'm like no artist myself, but uh, this has been like one of the 
one of the first mediums that I've experienced where I can actually start like expressing myself visually, right? So uh, yes. in a way, I guess we wanted to do the same thing, but for music. So for people who've never touched an instrument, they can just go in and, and start making something uh, and have it be a fun journey. That's great. So did that help to inform you as to uh, which sort of instruments that you wanted to pick? Yeah, so I think I think like uh, a lot of what I've seen before from from um, music applications in VR, uh, they typically tend to try to like emulate real world instruments. Like they bring a piano into VR or they bring a guitar into VR, and and for me that's never really worked out really well. Like it it becomes a piano but worse, right? Because you can't really <laughs> you can't really use your fingers in the same way. Uh, so from from the start, we really tried to design the instruments for VR. So just like mm. think about what are the what are the advantages of, of VR? Like you can okay, you can move your hands in and out and up and down. You could have like floating instruments. They don't have to be like connected to the ground. You don't have to hold them. Uh, you can tilt your, your hands in different ways. So we were really just trying to use all of those movements and translate them into like musical expressions, right? So uh, so that's really the foundation of it. That's great. Yes, I, I played around with it for some time and that connection between, you know, what you're hearing and what you feel is but also having what you see and being able to tilt your hand, like you said, and move forward and backwards. It's great to have those all brought together in one place. Yeah, there's there's like so. a lot of room for interactivity in, in virtual reality as well. Like we can have the environment respond to the music. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so really when you go into virtual, so you kind of see like the speakers are moving to the beat of the music and like everything around is kind of flashing and linking in time with the beat um, so those 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 things are of course stuff that you can't really that's hard to do in like a real world studio um, so we try to do as much of that as possible as well so how did you end up choosing specifically as to which instruments I know you have like a harp and you have the uh, organ, how did you come about choosing which instruments to actually get into the game? I think much much of it was just uh, like what inspired us. Uh, the first instrument that, that I built was actually the the one called the organ. Uh, so, uh, and, and that was really just trying to, to utilize all of these movements, like being able to put your hands inwards and up and down um, mm -hmm. and just it's in a way it's 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 not the simplest of the instruments but it's also uh, in some ways the most exciting one um, and from there uh, we kind of just branched out based on what what we felt was needed inside the app so uh, there's an instrument that plays chords so the cluster um, mm -hmm. the harp really it, it actually came about after after I'd been uh, to an opera show <laughs> so I'd been like um, I, I've been to the opera and just uh, listened to opera music and then uh, when I got home I was like I felt inspired to try to create a harp so uh, 
some of it was just by chance. Other things were like more out of necessity for what we needed in the app for people to be able to create music mm -hmm. effectively. Yeah. I certainly um, am thankful for the M-Pads and the Tempo Sync. That is a great tool, yeah. especially for non-musicians. You know, I, I do have some musical background, but as far as timing with drums, I, it's not a thing in my world. So having that in there is wonderful. Um, how did you come up with the idea of having it uh, sync with the haptics of the controller? So so the Tempo Sync is, uh, is really... I guess what you would, uh, in, in a regular music program, you would call it quantization. So it just like sort of moves the notes to the beat. Um, mm -hmm. but it really helps you uh, keep a beat going at, at, a, at a steady tempo. Uh, and especially if you uh, put it up to like a, a fairly like fast sync, you can just like slam the drums quickly and it sounds really like you're, you're doing like this really cool drum fill. Um, so, so I think, I think that was, uh, that was when, when, when we got that in place, uh, it really started feeling like this is something that people can use regardless of musical experience level. Um, so it was one of those tools that was really like, got us far on that way, I think. That's awesome. So, um... Do you have any plans to add any more instruments in the future, or where where do you go from here? What are, what else can you bring into the program? Yeah, for sure. Like we have a lot of uh, of ideas for new features and stuff that we really want to build. Uh, really, too too many things. Like we're a small team, so uh, so we're actually only like four developers working on the game. Uh, oh wow! And then. And then, uh, so so we, we just sat down the other day and, and listed, like, I think we got up to, like, 15 or so really, like, big features that we wanted to, to explore next, uh, where we uh -huh. could maybe, like, choose one or two for the next big update. So, um, uh, there's a lot of things that we want to do, and uh, hopefully you'll get to see many of them over like the coming year in, 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 in the forms of uh, new updates. Uh, but definitely like new instruments and new sounds are, are definitely on that list, of course. Awesome. And you also have the, uh, the community aspect where folks can share their songs uh, and collaborate with other people. That's yeah, that was awesome. Uh, that was something we we actually added it quite late, but it was uh, like one of the most requested uh, things in Virtuoso has really been, you know, some kind of multiplayer aspect of it, uh, which is obviously really hard to do uh, for music making uh, because of because of latency. Like just just being able to play together with other people and and in time with other people is is really challenging. Um, and especially if you're trying to do it like uh, across uh, across the Atlantic, you know. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So so one way that we that we figured out that we could uh, could get some kind of collaborative element in uh, right from the beginning was by having you be able to like share your uh, songs and your projects with other people, and then them just being able to like uh, keep working on them, remix them. Uh, collaborate on them, add stuff to them, 
Um, so, uh, so that's what we're doing with our community library, uh, and uh, it's really it's really exploded. I think in the first couple of days since we released, there was like several hundred songs that was uh, <laughs> that were were added to it already. So, so it, it's uh, it's. Um, it's been a success, but people are still asking for more multiplayer features, of course, so some, mm-hmm. definitely something that's on our radar and that we want to explore. Uh, we, we're just still kind of trying to figure out what form it will take and, uh, and what timeline we're going to have for it. Okay, okay. Um, I was just curious, uh, do you plan on uh, bringing the program over to PSVR? Uh, I mean, personally, I would love to bring it to, to like as many platforms as possible where it makes sense. Uh, obviously, we still don't really know when PSVR 2 is going to hit. Um, mm. So, and I think, um, like, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about PSVR, like the existing iteration of it, because I, I don't really know uh, uh, the state of that, like it's it's also discussion, an ongoing discussion with our with our publisher, Fast Travel, uh, what platforms mm-hmm. we're going to be out on. Um, but like definitely, uh, we're definitely looking at PSVR two, and we're we're super interested in in getting it on there eventually. That would be really awesome. Would love to see it. My first experience in the game. I was in there for three hours. I didn't expect that. I mean, I, I knew I would oh, probably wow, be yeah. in there for a while, but I didn't think I would yeah. go for a three-hour run because I, I love to just sort of noodle and play with everything and try to figure out, oh, what does this do? What does that do? And, uh, you know, pick up real quick in my head, like, oh, I like this sound effect. Okay, I'll have to come back to that one and <laughs> and try to add them all together and yeah, you know, yeah. create that fun sound. So... It was really, um, it's been such a blast because I have, I've yet to find a program like this. I've been sort of waiting and I think a lot of people have been waiting for, for a game like this in VR. Yeah, it's, it's funny because like when I first started working on it, uh, one of the things that I decided quite early on was uh, to not look at other VR music creation apps. Uh, but just like uh, start from scratch with something that I felt uh, uh, that I wanted to do uh, just to keep like the excitement level up and not get to uh, to like um, uh, feel too much pressure on like what other people were al- already doing um, so it does it does I think it's contributed to Virtuoso having kind of a unique vibe to it it's uh, it's quite different from from uh, traditional music programs, I guess, in a in a way, um, and I I hope that uh, helps it make helps make it attractive, uh, and and I think it also it also kind of helps uh, level the playing field a bit for for new players and more experienced mm-hmm. players because everything is kind of new, regardless of your experience with creating music, right? So you right. you could have a someone who is like a, an experienced pianist. Who would uh, go in there and be like, "Oh wow, everything is new. I don't, I don't know what to do in here," uh, and it's the mm-hmm. same experience that someone who has never played music before would have. Um, so we just try to approach uh, new players from that perspective and like assume that they, 
that they know nothing about uh, about how to do things in Virtuoso and just like help them as much as possible to get started. Um, yes. So I think there, there's definitely more things we can do there. I know that's been quite requested to do more tutorials, for example. We do have like an interactive tutorial in Virtuoso that's that really gets you gets you started with the uh, with just creating some music, um, mm-hmm. but for sure that's an area that we we can we can also explore more. I think just making more uh, tutorials for people. Yeah, I I think that's a lot of what started to blow my mind the further in that I went. You know, you have someone that walks you along in the beginning. You can always open up your uh, menu and come back to those tutorials. And then once I started to sort of get in there and play further and further, I'm like, oh, hold on, there's a scale thing here, and oh, I can change the actual notes, and it doesn't have to be in this particular key, or I can tell it which note to start on, and oh, I can quantize, I can arpeggiate. Yeah, yeah it was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. Like, in a way, I guess it can. It, it might feel like we've sort of hidden away some of those features, and and in a way, we actually have. Like it's it's partly intentional, actually, because we don't want to overwhelm new players with exactly. with a lot of a lot of like musical lingo or music information that they're not familiar with. So when you when you first just get into Virtuoso. Uh, there's there's not a whole lot of information that's being thrown at you. You're just like expected to put your hands inside of an instrument and start playing, and everything kind of sounds it sounds in tune. It sounds uh, in sync with the beat, mm-hmm. and then later on, like when you start exploring a bit, then you you can see that like oh, can I actually change these things? Can I change the tempo? Yeah, yeah, I can. Okay. Can I change the scale or the key? Yes, that's also possible, uh, but it's not like front and center towards new players. That makes mm-hmm. sense. I think that's the best feature of it. It's very intuitive. You know, um, to have anyone just walk up to a drum set or to walk up to a piano or or whatnot, that's got to be incredibly overwhelming. So yeah, yeah. To have it in this virtual space and you know, not just have like straight keys laid out for you or whatever just sort of yeah. a simplified way for folks to be encouraged and inviting to come and just play and have fun yeah like in a way a that's job. one of the advantages of, of like VR in general as well because it is it is it has these social aspects but it's also it can also be super private right uh, mm-hmm. so you can you can kind of explore yourself uh, in this in this virtual space where where nobody else will see what you're doing or hear what you're doing, and you can just really go wild with uh, with creating music even though even though you've never done it before, uh, and mm-hmm. then like you when when you're ready to share it with someone else, then you can just easily go online and start sharing it with the world. Uh, but up until that point, you're you're like free to explore it on your own without anyone judging you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've read something about a companion app. Could you talk a little more about that? Yeah, so so one of the things that we're trying to do just to keep uh, Virtuoso more relevant to, to more experienced musicians and more, more experienced uh, uh, music producers, I guess, is uh, to, uh, to allow Virtuoso to connect to external music programs. So, um, because there's a lot of a lot of features that you would 
maybe say are missing in Virtuoso if you want to do like serious music productions, uh, quote unquote, mm. uh, such as like yeah, there there's there is not yet any sequencer inside of Virtuoso. Um, you can't uh, put in your own custom sounds. So the way that we've kind of gotten around that is that you can you can uh, download this companion app that we developed uh, and you put it on your PC where you have your music program and then Virtuoso will connect to it and everything that you play on on the Virtuoso instruments will get sent to your music program. So you can play on whatever samples you have inside of your music program, uh, whatever synthesizers or like plugins you have in there you can use and you can also kind of mm. like sequence it and do things with it in there. Oh, okay. So like if you had like um, Ableton or FL Studio or GarageBand or anything, yeah. you could plug the app into... Exactly, oh, exactly. That's great. And, that's... and like oh, wow. uh, play, play on whatever synthesizers or samples that you have inside of Ableton, for example. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so if we wanted to follow you or get any more information, I think you, you do have a Discord community as well, right? Where, where can we yeah, find the, you? Yeah, the Discord community that we have, uh, that's actually kind of exploded uh, overnight when we released the, the app. So uh, you can find that on, on discord.gg slash virtuoso. Um, so uh, feel free to join if, uh, if you're new to Virtuoso or even if you've been playing for a while. Uh, like on, on the App Lab version before before we released it, uh, uh, and uh, like yeah, the people in there are just uh, super helpful and nice, and just uh, uh, giving each other feedback or or like posting new creations or just helping out if there are technical issues, for example. And uh, mm -hmm. the us devs are also hanging out there all the time, so um, so you can talk to the devs there as well. Oh, great, great. I do think that I played a version of it on App Lab. I I can't remember. Like it was a while back. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's been out. Like it, it was actually released on App Lab uh, pretty much a year ago. So so it's been out on App Lab for for about a year um, yeah. before we released it uh, on the official Quest Store now. So so uh, yeah. we have like had some time to like. Yeah, yeah, and we have had some time to like get some feedback on it and and grow the community quite a lot as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But it really it's it's a huge difference now that we've uh, released it on the Quest Store. Like uh, mm -hmm. so much more activity, very very suddenly. So yeah. Yes, I definitely see myself spending a lot of time playing this game. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Well, you should you should join the Discord then and and uh, yeah. post some of the stuff that you're making as well. We'll it's, do. Uh, this is really really one of the things that's been like um, surprising me the most about uh, since the release really has been how like how incredibly nice and helpful everyone has been in in the community. Um, mm -hmm. Like you'd expect any kind of gamer community to have some level of like toxicity or stuff like that. Uh, but really everyone has just been super friendly and like uh, really supportive uh, especially of new players coming in and and uh, like posting the things that they're doing and you know there there it could be players that are completely new to music so uh, kind of objectively from a from a musical standpoint it's it's kind of basic right but but people are just so supportive of, of where where people are in their own sort of development and experience 
and that's just really encouraging to see. Yeah. Well, you know, music, as we know, is such a universal language. And with all, all the things that are happening in real life and the outside world, it's nice to have a place that we can all come to and share and collaborate and just have fun and enjoy, especially with music. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I... I that's that's one of the things that really attracted me to to keep working on this project as well is just uh, that it's just like purely a creative project there's there's no violence in it uh, there's uh, there's not a lot of like competitiveness in it either just uh, just expressing yourself through music basically all right Jonathan well I'd like to thank you very much for joining us here today it was very nice to meet thank you, you. Uh, thank everyone for watching us, and we'll see you again on another episode of DevChats. Later, gamers. Bye.